Hi, this is Women's Fight News. I'm Susie, and you're listening to Sportinarium. Really fight her. Oh, oh big oh. right hand! One punch! That is it! Forget about the count! It is over! Hi, I'm Susie from Women's Fight News, and today I'm joined by Australian boxer, the blonde bomber herself, Ebony Bridges, who is four and zero and undefeated. Thank you for joining me today, Ebony. Oh, good. It's my pleasure. I'm good to be here. I want to just for first of all start off by saying how sorry I am to hear that you um, got injured and can't fight Rachel on the 14th. So I wanted to ask what happened and where are you now? Well, um, I've obviously had a shoulder injury. Um, it's called AC joint separation. I did it in training. Um, pretty much it's where the, your collarbone connects to your shoulder blade and um, that bone there, um, I tore the ligament that holds it down. So. Yeah, um, kind of sucks. <laughs> Can't really do much with my arm. Um, you know, pretty painful. Arm up, arm across, you know, can't lie on it. So, yeah, um, the doctor said it was going to be a six to eight week recovery. Um, obviously, now I'm, I'm actually now I'm in Australia in Sydney in quarantine, but it was in the US. Um, and it was a, you know, obviously the American doctors, they said, when they said that to me, there's going to be six to eight weeks before I'm recovered. I was like, there's no point in me staying. You know, if I can't train, I can't do anything, I might as well get home, get this quarantine thing out the way, you know, and see my loved ones um, and my family. Because, you know, obviously when something like this happens, um, it's good to be around people, you know, your loved ones and, and all that. So, yeah, pretty much tried to get on a plane home as soon as I could. Um, and, yeah, that's it. So, yeah. You have quite a positive mindset, which you can see. Uh, on social media and you, you're very positive um, with the things you write um, so how does that help you with coping with this massive disappointment um, definitely helps me a lot um, like now I'm pretty cool like I'm obviously I'm, I'm still disappointed and you know when I see things coming up and like the girls fighting and the matchroom um, promotions you know Eddie Hearn and all the girls talking about the fight um, it still kind of, you know, stabs me a little bit in the heart. Um, but other than that, I'm pretty good. I'm in a really good mind um, place right now mentally. Um, but, you know, when it first happened, as you know, you know, because you're one of the first people I told, um, I was not good. <laughs> I was I was not good at all. You know, I'm only human. And, um, and you know, instant reactions, obviously, like I was, 
I was absolutely devastated, like crying all day. <laughs> my dreams are over, my goals, my life, like everything's ruined, you know, all everything I've worked towards, everything is just is done, you know, and obviously you start thinking about all the people you're letting down, uh, what you think you're letting down, you know, like, you, you, you know, your coaches that put in a work and all your fans and your sponsors. And I just thought, wow, like, how can this happen? I've just I've had an amazing camp. I was literally feeling so strong. Like I was folding the girls inspiring in, in Philadelphia. Like, I mean, it was, I was feeling, I was so confident. Um, the whole team was confident. And um, then for that to happen, it was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like really, you know, and um, I found it really hard at first to accept and, um, and, um, you know, move on. I was like proper depressed. I was just like in bed, not eating, like <laughs> crying. Going, oh, why am I doing this? Why do I do this for? Why, why, you know, boxing, like all boxing is is heartache. Like, honestly, like you guys only see the, the glamour and and whatever side, but it is, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that it's a lot of heartbreak. It's a lot of letdowns, you know, like, and I've had my fair share. I've only been boxing for two years as a pro and I should have had so many more fights. But as you know, my first fight, you know, um, I snapped my ankle, you know, and that, that sent me back eight months. And then I had a, lucky enough to have a couple of fights back to back at, you know, kind of end of the last year. And, and then COVID, you know, another another setback, you know, and it was just like, um, and now this, like I finally, everything, like my, my dreams and my goal that I said at the beginning of the year to fight in the UK, it all came to fruition. It was all perfect. It couldn't have been better, you know, against someone like Rachel as well. Um, and then again, my everything, my dreams and goals all come crushing. Um, and that's what it felt like, obviously. Um, and it's just like, I got to, I even said to my boyfriend, I got to a point, I'm just like, fuck, like, really, like, is it really worth it? <laughs> like, is it really worth it? Like, like, is it, I don't know, you know, but it, that's obviously my thoughts at first, as I think would be when, when you lose something, it's, it's like, almost like, it's like you love something so much and your heart breaks and it's like being heartbroken. It's like being like lo love heartbroken, you know, like it's, it, that's what it is. It's like a heartbreak. And, um, <clears throat> anyways, obviously it's not really in me to stay depressed and play victim and feel sorry for myself for long. And, um, I know that that literally gets you fucking nowhere and it's just a waste of time. So, um, obviously with the help of my friends and, um, especially I've got a shout out to Phil and, um, Dini, they're from Richard's Boxing, you know, they're all just amazing with the positive, positive vibes and, and just, um, you know, helping me kind of, you know, see the positive. And, and, and there was, you know, and there is, there's so many positives. Like I could lift, lift, I could list so many positives right now um, because I've been manifesting those positives and, and I've been focusing on those positives and I've been visualizing the, the next, you know, the next journey. And, and obviously, cause I was visualizing that one, you know, now that's, that's gone. That's it. It's, you know, I don't cry over spilt milk. It's done. This is the next, the next part now. I'm on the next road. Um, it's a different road, maybe to what I expected, but I can see it very clearly still, and um, I'm still very positive about it. And I think that's really important um, to try and find a positive in any any bad. And I know from years of letdowns and years of being kicked down and dragged back and trying to, you know, my goals to be stopped and anything that I want to do to be. There's always been um, people or things trying to. Um, pull me off track or try and getting me to quit, but I, you know, I don't quit. So, um, I found that, um, every time I've got a setback, I always have truly come, something's been better has come of it every single time. Like it's been, I've always been grateful for them. I'm like, thank God that happened. Like when I broke my ankle, thank God my ankle broke, you know, thank God COVID happened. 
because so many things could come of this stuff, you know. Um, and I think that that if you have an open mind and you 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 can get over that initial heartbreak and, and whatever whatever when things bad happen, then you're going to be able to see the positives. And that's and if you don't, that's that's like quitting, you know. Um, if you don't, if you if you if you don't get back up when you got once you've been kicked down, or if you don't get back up, then you're never going to reap the benefits of um, the comeback or, or of seeing that um, good things come of bad situations because you're stuck in that bad situation. But if you move on from the bad situation, then you're giving yourself that opportunity to actually see what doors have opened. But if you're going to go sit crying at the door that's closed, you know you're not, you're not going to be able to see the other doors. So yeah, I sound really philosophical. What's that word? Philosophic. Uh, philosophize your scent. That was good. You got some fucking great quotes right there. <laughs> this is the positive mindset I was talking about. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> Welcome to my TED talk. Subscribe for ten dollars. <laughs> new career, new career pathway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meant to be. No. Nah, anyways, yeah. So, so that's it. That's you know, obviously, like I said, you know, it's it's fine to, and I did. I was human. I I was fucking devastated. Like. But yeah, it just, you know, it does nothing for you. It really does nothing for you being like that and, and focusing on it. And I, I just don't cry with spilt milk. It's, it's a big saying for me, you know, don't cry with spilt milk. I tell other people don't do it. It's what's being done is done. What can you do? You can't change it. It's God's plan. You just got to accept God's plan or the universe, whatever you believe in, and just be open-minded to the fact that better things are coming. Hopefully fighting in front of crowd, in front of my fans in the UK, because that's, that was always the initial dream. You know, that's what I always, I always visualized. And that's why I wanted to fight in the UK. So I could be in an arena full of screaming, loud ass pommies. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I think what, what I think is, because obviously I spoke to you when it happened and everything. Yeah. It's, it's what people don't, don't see. is because they see, they see the positive side of you afterwards. They don't see everything that, that's gone into it. So like how yeah. much it's meant to you how dedicated yeah. you are to your goals how yeah. hard you really do work and your work ethic yeah well I, I did have some some people message me and ask me if i was okay because i wasn't tweeting i wasn't on Instagram because i couldn't i was crippled like emotionally crippled like i was like proper hurt like and like broken when it first happened because you know and i just i couldn't even bring myself to to you know get on my phone or, or anything like I, I was it was bad you know um but yeah i mean i'm not gonna post on i'm not kind of person that posts that kind of stuff i'll talk about it now you're not gonna go on there then go oh my life like i'm dear diary like i'm i'm depressed like i, just, I don't do that you know i'm gonna deal i'm the kind of person that you know shuts down and needs to deal with it myself i need to deal with it and then i can you know pull myself out of it no one else can help really pull me out of it except me so yeah and the hard work man like fuck like that was a serious like the shit that i was doing in training i'm like damn can i do this shit again <laughs> like, <laughs> you know like it was in, it was full on like you know um i got to, i got to philly after a 27 hour flight straight like the next day like up sparring i sparred every day you know um i was sparring every day um the girls weren't really lasting, but um, I was sparring every every day and training every day. No sleep, two hours sleep, you know, like three hours of broken sleep a night. Like I was, you know, um, and that was just while in Philly. Before that, man, I was like sparring, you know, 35 minutes straight, shark tanks. Like the girls are coming in and out, like four minutes, 
you know, like fresh, like, yeah, it was full on. Like I was fit, you know, I was strong. Um, and I think that's what hurts the most is that I was ready to shock the world. I was ready to make my fans proud and, and prove my haters wrong um, and show them, um, you know, what, what, what the, you know, what the hype is. Like, I didn't really hype myself up. My fans hyped me up. I don't ever say like I'm the best and I think like, I mean, I think I'm fucking amazing and I'm strong as fuck, but you know what I mean? Like I don't go on like that, but I, um, I wanted to show the people the exciting bomber, like that it's, it's, it's not just my personality, it's my fight style. Um, and show them the kind of, you know, I'm kind of like a, a female boxer that they might not have seen before. They're my style, you know, like, um, you've seen it, you know, cause you know, you get to see my sparring stuff lucky you but um you know i don't post <laughs> that stuff up but i um yeah like i um i really think that that people are gonna be shocked and then my other my fans that got my back will be like see we told you and i'll get a heap a load more fans and i'll probably get a whole heap load more haters as well that's what happens but as long as they're watching that's it as long as they're um watching and paying and bringing in money exactly yeah, they're going to pay to see me lose, and they're going to see me lose, but they, they will. They'll be like, oh, I've got to watch this, and they'll probably bitch about it. I didn't even want to waste my time watching this bitch, this blonde bomber and her boobs, next minute. They're the ones that watch you the closest. And um, in camp in Philly, I understand it was um, Kaylee Reese you were with, and also yeah. you ended up meeting up with um, Franchon as well. So what, oh, what's yes. it like being around the champ you know it must have been good to be in camp with the champions well wow. with, with Kaylee and then meeting up with Franchon it was amazing to be in camp with Kaylee she's so experienced um you know um we did some sparring and um she's she's honestly uh like just a person in general who she is like her vibes and just having her around um is was just such a a blessing um she's really you know she's really really experienced and um and I think that's a, a big difference with, say, fighters here in America and in Australia. Like, pro boxing still very fresh in Australia. Still very, um, you know, like, babyish. Like, it's, it's, it hasn't been around long for, you know, for women. Um, so there's not, like, many girls in Australia that have, you know, that 10 years experience or five years, you know. So that was really good. And obviously, Fran, um, Franchon, you know, Franchon, I've looked up to her forever um you know when she you know when she first turned pro she's always been a big inspiration to me she's she's such a beautiful person and and she's always tries to be you know she pushes that positivity as well and um i see her again i've seen her over the years push through so many um obstacles and so many barriers and just keep pushing and um that's so inspiring for me um and i, I just love seeing that so i just think god this woman is so strong you know so that was fucking awesome like just to you know to finally meet her and um, you know um, be around Kaylee, it was, it was an awesome experience. And Kaylee's fighting, and she's gonna be champ by the time we put this out. She'll be she'll be the new the new one forty champ WBA. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what's next for you then? Do you think do you think you'll um, end up fighting the winner of a bull? And yeah, is it Gua Guani Guanini Guanini? Uh, Guanini or something, yeah. I think is, is it um, Georgita or Georgelina or yeah, Georgelina, Georgelina, yeah, Georgelina, oh, and it depends on what language I think it's Spanish. Um, anyways, yeah, um, I've pretty much been been told 
that um, I'll be fighting the, the winner um, of them in February, March. You know, if Eddie Hank keeps his word, fucking, <laughs> I'm on it. Oh, I won't, I won't be backing down. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so I have something to look forward to um, and hopefully in front of fans. So I think it's going to be, you know, I think it's going to be Rachel. I think Rachel's going to win it. Um, but you can't, you can't dismiss this, this, this girl. She's, she's very experienced. You know, she's a very aggressive fighter. Um, from what I hear, she hasn't really been training much and she is quite heavy. So that will obviously take a toll, but she'll come out and she'll come out firing. And she is South American. She's Argentinian. We know what those Argentinian boxers are like. They're very similar to the Mexicans. You know, they just come out like, and they just fight hard and they got a hell of a lot of heart. Um, so I think it's going to be, um, I, 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 was, I think it's going to be tough. I still think it's going to be a tough fight, but it might be maybe only a tough fight for five rounds or, or who knows, you know what I mean? But I think um, the way I look at her fight, this girl fight, she's more just like, in my opinion, someone that comes out and just throws punches. Like, it doesn't seem to be too much strategy in her punch selection where I'm quite more selective with my punches. And she just kind of comes out fucking brawling. Um, so, but I know that Rachel's going to be fit as, fit as hell. You know, and I know she's gonna be preparing for because she would have been preparing for someone like me who's really strong and and also is a big pressure fighter. Um, so you know, I, I do hope that Rachel wins because she's the one that's put in the whole camp. She's the one um, that's worked, you know, worked harder. You know, nothing to take away from um, Guani, but you know, it's ten days of not even really of, of weight cutting. Really, I just would love to see it go to Rachel, and I, I'd love to meet Rachel in the center ring. You know, like I, I was really looking forward to that for for many reasons. So, but either either way, whichever one, um, I'm I'm going to be I'm confident that that belt is mine. It's my destiny. It's going to be around my waist when the time is ready and when God God permits it for to for to be mine. <laughs> how sorry, find, how's the um, support been like through all this? Have you found that um, you've been everyone's been quite supportive of you? And... Yeah. So, man, I tell you what like um obviously like i said when i first when it first happened i was like fuck boxing <laughs> like, another another setback like i mean how many more do i you know like and i, I mean it sounds really dramatic <laughs> and there's probably other boxers that have been boxing for like 10 15 years or like say like a dillian white <laughs> you're like fuck it's not being so dramatic <laughs> like, <laughs> have some patience but i mean you know initially that's how i was feeling um um to have people around me that are positive supportive I'm encouraging. It just keeps me more motivated. Like, you know, I'm a motivated person, but obviously when something happens, like it's, it does cut you. Um, and yeah, then when I officially announced it on um, my socials and just the, the pouring in of obviously comments and inboxes, um, I can't even get back to them all. There's so many um, of positive words and vibes and motivation. Oh, like it's, how can you fucking not want to fight? Like, how can you not want to fight for these people? Like, it's, you know, like, to, to, I, I can't, like, it's like, I can't let my fans down, you know, like, and I don't want to, as well as myself and as well as everyone else, you know, I've come too far and worked too hard. So, and I'm not going to leave until that straps around my waist, you know, and, and, you know, it's mine. So, no, nah, it's been great. 2021, that's the year. 2020. Fucking hell, 2020. 2021 is the year. Uh, 2018 was supposed to be the year I was supposed to debut. Then that fell through. And then I finally had my debut in 2019. That was going to be my year. And then I broke my ankle. I was like, it's okay. 2020 vision. 2020 is going to be my year. And then fucking COVID. 
Oh yeah. So 2021. Let's let's see. You know, let's see. I'm 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 uh, I, I'm praying. I'm praying for all of us. Fingers crossed, because we all want to come to. We want to go to a big big. You know, get the crowns back. Go to some big boxing matches. So yeah. 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 Fingers crossed. I mean, like I said, like when I when I visualized myself fighting in the UK, I visualized fighting in front of my fans. I visualized walking through with my fans and my belt, high-fiving people, you know, meeting people, going around doing meet and greet, you know, seeing the UK, you know, seeing what um, Scotland, Wales and everything and, and doing all that. That's what I visualized. Um, and that wouldn't have happened in, in this weekend coming in the 14th. It would have been nothing like what I visualized. So maybe it's because of what I've asked for from the universal from God and what I've what I've envisioned and, and what I've manifested in my mind that it, that's not how it's how I pictured it. So maybe that's not why it's coming. You know, like I just believe in the law. I believe in a law of attraction, um, and I believe um, in in you make things happen. Um, and maybe that's it. You know, and that's my positive twist on it. That yeah, maybe it just wasn't meant to be. And um, when it is, it's going to be a hundred times better. And I'm going to be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you, 2020. You know, this is this is better. And um, yeah. And that'll be good. I can't wait. Um, and I, I do, I do believe that it's gonna be, it's gonna be worth it. It's gonna be worth it all. And um, I seem to remember in a previous interview you promising a massive after party as well. So we need to get past the, the yeah. lockdown rules. Yeah. Have a massive party. Yeah, yeah, big after party with my 69ers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. No, I'm totally down for that. I mean, I might backdoor it. Like, hey, it's gonna go to the toilet. Like. <laughs> nah, but um yeah no seriously like you know i do i want to um i do i for me i love the people you know and um it's what it's all about for me as well it's not just the fighting it's the fans it's the whole thing that i love about boxing it's the entertaining it's the bash people up you know feeling my knuckles on their head it's the fans and having you know being able to make people's days by just saying hello or getting a photo or signing something you know like the little things that makes people's makes people's days like you know just spreading that love like um it, that's for me that's um it's all part of it you know it's not just for me money and 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 you know fame or whatever it's it's not like that it's um it's all the little things that come with it and, um, obviously we can see that you're in your hotel room there um yeah so how are you coping with your um quarantine because uh, <laughs> it's that, seriously that's, I don't know, that's your room you're like, stuck in isn't it <laughs> this is it like that's it that's my room it's it's that's it it's um it's great it's no honestly um i'm not too fast it's actually gone really fast um i don't even know what i do in my day i don't do much i just lay around um i got <laughs> i had a um zoom meeting with my physio yesterday in sydney so um he gave me obviously some exercises to do for my shoulder to help with the mobility and just getting it you know um moving so um we can work on strength when i get out um Watching boxing, obviously. Um, I literally haven't turned the TV on. I'm not a big TV person. Um, just meditating as well, like you know, and 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 just making sure I'm keeping a good mindset and taking advantage of um, that the downtime. Because um, as soon as I get out of here, I pretty much have to go back to school. I don't have to, but I did like you know, like I'm back. I'm not going to avoid the you know my work. So I did message the school and say, so this is what happened and yeah you know i can come back this term so um i'm sure the kids will be happy to see me and um as soon as i get out of here so back to school obviously not going to be training as much because of my shoulder um 
but I'm just going to take advantage of that time that I don't usually have because I'm always so go, go, go hardcore training, you know, twice a day in between school and everything that I don't see my family. I don't see my friends. I don't spend time with my boyfriend. So I'm actually looking forward to a little bit of downtime mentally and, um, and just physically so I can spend time with, you know, my loved ones and being in America and having that injury and being alone, you know, and I had Brian and Kaylee, but still being alone, it really made me, um, realize how grateful and how um how lucky i am to have the family and friends that i have and that you know like i, I just want to spend time with them and show them you know that yeah like i appreciate them all and stuff so yeah it was really interesting but yeah so that's it i mean i look forward to my my knocks on the door knock and runs on the door and my meal drops um i do have my healthy meals from um athletes and nutrition um, but sometimes if the meal that's been dropped at my door is really, really nice, I'll eat that. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to stay trying to stay healthy because, you know, I'm not doing any exercise. I'm in a little tiny room and um, I don't want to, you know, pile it on. So um, we've all seen um, what else you've been up to in the room, doing your social media posts um, and your hilarious one about the, um, about the sports bra. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arayusha's uh, sports bra. Yeah. Yes. Some people can't take a joke, but you know what? I think people, obviously, some people just didn't watch that fight between Chantel and uh, Adriana to yeah. to get the joke. But um, yeah, I I I honestly like I bring that I literally bring that crop because I was gonna be in a bubble, you know, and I was gonna you know I said I, I said you know me and Rachel had that banter at the beginning, you know, when we were when the news first broke and we had a bit of a laugh about it and. Um, I did say that I'd volunteer and, and, um, you know, so I had to, had to go on with it. Um, but yeah, a little bit of fun trying to keep myself entertained a little bit and, and, and also keep the fan, like, you know, have people, you know, my fans and stuff like having a bit of a laugh as well and keep things a bit positive and happy. And I mean, you can take it whichever way you want, but you know, the UK or England's in lockdown, so they need to be entertained. I'm an entertainment kind of girl. So, you know, why not? Um, give a bit of a laugh and, and have a bit of a joke um but yeah i think it was pretty funny i mean it's great because you've got some great banter with rachel that's what's a shame as well because the build-up would have been i know you and rachel just bounce off each other she i mean she's hilarious she, she means, yeah she's the one that said yeah she's great like, you. <laughs> yeah she what, what's it called i i, I paint I, I be tribute or something like that's what it was like like you know but yeah. um yeah, it was funny, like her hashtag, she was like, remember she was like, you know, social worker versus math teacher, blonde versus ginger, um, little titties versus big titties. Like it was just, it was, and that's, that's good. Like, and people like to see that. Like I know people get all, not excited, but people talk about the shit talk and the, and the, you know, that kind of, that style. But it's also good to see, like, for example, Chisora and Yusik having a bit of a banter. That's kind of like it was a bit with me and Rach, you know. And um, obviously, we, we still was very serious, like we said, and we knuckled down. And there probably would have been a little bit more banter in, the, in this final week as well in the bubble. But it's all right. I, I'm, it's happening. I'm not I, – I, I know it's going to happen. The fight's going to happen. Um, if it doesn't, I'm sure Eddie will hear about it from all the Bomber fans. Um, like he has been hearing about me all year. If he doesn't get me back over there, then I'm pretty sure it's going to be a bit of an uproar and um, he's just going to be hassled and nagged until I get over there. So it's in his best interest just to save him, you know, the annoyance of all my lovely fans um, to get me over there, you know, as soon as I'm healed up and ready to bash heads.
and that's the other thing about Eddie is um, he's another one that's, that says your name, well, said your name wrong once. But like, how, how do people not get your name right? Ebane. Ebane. Ebane, yeah. I don't know, Ebane. Ugh. But I shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't be so angry about it because then everyone fucking, all you British people, I keep calling my bane just for, because you know, it pisses me off. But <laughs> I'm kind of embracing it a little bit. But um, I just feel like, are you guys like dyslexic or something? Like, you know, nothing against people with dyslexia. Like, but like, you, how can you not see that the I is after the N? It's like, it's not a bane, it's ebony. But um, nah, look, it happens all the time. Um, I don't know why. And then when Eddie said it, I was like, come on. And even Rachel called me a bane once, yeah. you know? yeah yeah but now i feel like now sometimes people i felt inbox me a bane and i've even said it the other day and if the person will probably hear this because they seem to be a bit of a fan but they messaged me a bane and i said i don't know now if you're taking a fucking piss and just writing a bane because you know it pisses me off and because it's a joke or like you just you you calling me a bane because you don't know and he goes i don't know what you're talking about i'm like so then i spelled it out i'm like the i is after the n not before it it's ebony, not a bane. <laughs> what I don't get is it, it doesn't even sound like a name. Like you think you, no, you it read it off, say a bane and be like, no, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Maybe they just think like I'm fucking hardcore and angry and like scary, like bane out of Batman. And they're like, yeah, that suits her. Like, I mean, I used to get called the Eb Ebonator when I was younger. Ebonator, like Terminator. <laughs> You know, Ebonator. My friends, a few of my friends call me the Ebonator. But yeah, Ebane. I don't know. There's some um, ring walk inspiration right there. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was really, uh, man, I can't wait to, I can't, I can't wait to fight in the UK. Like, can't wait, you know, I'm devastated. I can't even weigh in. Like, and now I don't, I, you know, like the more, the longer I stay in here, the further away I get away from that nice weigh in body. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> with all the nice hotel food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will come though. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm sad, I suppose, um, for my fans, especially my fans that support me a lot and always stick up for me because I know they were looking forward to being able to say to the people, look, see, she's the real deal, you know, because um, they all stick up for me and it would just be nice to be able to prove it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that sucks. And um, yeah, but you know, it's all good. My time will come. Um, I just got to keep focusing on that and just, just keep reminding myself that that's it. It's happening for a reason. You know, I, obviously, as you see, I still get those little like, hmm, but I'm going to bring myself back out of it pretty fast. Because, yeah. You're definitely one of the most positive people I know. Definitely. It's great. You've got this, yeah, really great mindset just to. Get yourself you head straight back into it yeah yeah well i mean like uh, it's it's kind of like a when you go through a hole so many times you know you gotta you gotta learn you gotta learn to deal with it you know and you don't want to be i don't want to be a victim of 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 i don't want to be a victim of, of myself you know so i just won't let that happen so i won't feel sorry for myself Fight predictions. So any sorry, fight... can you? Sorry, sorry, can you repeat that? Yeah, on the fourteenth, any fight yep. predictions? So obviously we we've still got we've got Katie Taylor fighting and Terry Harper. 
Who do you think is going to win out of all those fights? <clears throat> I think the Kelly Taylor fight's pretty easy. Not easy, I mean, like, she, I think she's going to win that pretty decisively. She'll probably ring, win every round, to be honest. But, I mean, good on her. She's had a couple of wars. You know, she deserves a little bit of a, an easier fight, I think. And especially because Eddie throws her in, like, over and over, like, like she's, you know, it's like no break. Um, really, you know, <laughs> working her out. Um, and as for the Harper Thanders, ooh, I really like that fight. You know, I rate both of those girls. I love, I like Thanders. Uh, I like, I love Thanders' style. You know, um, she's she puts on the pressure. She puts nice inside work. She's she's got really good inside inside game. Um, you know, with her fight against Rachel, she she still did really well. She actually broke her hand in like the second round or something. So she was fighting like that with a broken hand. Um, so I mean, she's she's definitely um, you know she's going to push forward and she's going to bring in the fight for sure. Um, and and Terry's is going to get better. You know, seeing her training, she's just a, she's a real athlete. She's young. She's hungry, and um, I'm sure that um, she would have learned a lot from her fight with Jonas as well. I can kind of see some of her training. I see what she's working on, especially her defense um, on the inside and keeping hands nice and tight. So I think, um, yeah, it'll be a really good. I think it'll be a good fight. But um, I, I, I think I see Terry uh, Terry edging that fight. Um, but I definitely am not can, counting out Sanders at all. Um, it could be a really close fight. Imagine if it was another draw. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. Do you think it's going to? Um, you think it's going to go to points? Or do you yeah, I don't see any. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't see Thanders or Terry. I don't see Terry knocking out Thanders, and I don't see Thanders knocking out Terry. To be honest, could be a count, but you never know. Yeah. And obviously, um, we will. Yeah, Katie. I mean. Not that Katie um, stops many people, but she, she it depends on the fight, type of fight she's going to go for. Like, is she going to go out there just to, like, win and, and like, try and overwhelm her? Or, or is she going to, um, like, just use this as kind of a, not a learning fight, but just a fight to practice some stuff? I don't know. We'll just see. And, yeah, and I already talked about Ball and uh, um, Goyani. <laughs> All right, so um, it's been brilliant talking to you. Ebony, so yeah, is there anything... the exclusive first interview? Yes, <laughs> thank you. Because oh, I'm good. new to this My as pleasure. well, so <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything you want to say to anyone? Is there any shout outs or anything you want to say to any of your fans? Anything? Oh, I just um, obviously, all my fans, man, like I, uh, you know, how much you know, I, I always talk and and do shout outs just in general to my fans. I appreciate you all. Um, you know, there's I don't think. Um, I think most of my followers know how much I actually do re generally appreciate them. So just keep supporting me guys. Um, you'll see me in there sooner. It's going to be worth the wait, I promise. Um, big shout out to my, obviously my, um, you know, my sponsors, Richard's Boxing, um, Epic Air, Bold Out, um, Been Everywhere. Um, these guys, you know, obviously supporting me, even though the fight fell through, they still, you know, got my back and, um, and helping me out there. Um, and also.